0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, February 14th, brought to you by Rattle AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom extends pumping order, taxing truck weights. McCarthy to visit World Ag Expo, and blueberry farmers look for farm bill impact. Newsom extends pumping limits and other drought actions. Governor Newsom yesterday extended his controversial order requiring groundwater sustainability agencies to review well permit applications prior to county approvals. The aim is to protect vulnerable drinking water wells, but farm groups have argued the action just adds confusion and delays permitting. The governor's new executive order maintains emergency drought declarations from 2021 and tasks water agencies with preserving more water reservoirs. Those provisions could change if the state uh, gets more atmospheric rivers by April. If it does not, agencies will report back to the governor on further drought actions to take. Remember, last year the legislature shot down a measure to codify into state law Newsom's order on well permitting. And on that note, Senator Anna Cabarello of Merced hopes to establish long-term water supply targets for California. Her new bill is light on details, but calls for more reliability in the water supply for agriculture, cities and the environment to build climate resilience. A weight tax on pickup trucks could come to California. The legislature could tack on additional weight fee when registering heavier trucks and SUVs. Assemblymember Chris Ward of San Diego has introduced legislation that would examine such a policy action, reasoning it would reduce traffic deaths and severe injuries. California would follow the lead of 14 other states with fees already in place. Meanwhile, Assemblymember Carlos Villaputa of Stockton is proposing to increase financial aid for those pursuing a commercial trucking career. Our supply chain cannot survive without the steady flow of a strong trucking workforce, said Villaputa. AG gets attention with speakers visit House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is giving some serious attention to agriculture by spending time today at the World AG Expo in Tulare. McCarthy is due to hold a media availability and then he'll participate in a farm bill listening session that the House Agriculture Committee is holding at the show. Uh, AgriPulse will be on site and listening for what McCarthy has to say about the next farm bill. House Agriculture Chairman Glenn Thompson of Pennsylvania will be at the listening session along with the panel's California members, as well as Representatives David Rouser of North Carolina and John Rose of Tennessee. California Democrat Jimmy Panetta is no longer on the committee, but he is expected to attend today. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Bravo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Back at it. Lawmakers make another stab at blocking SEC rule. Republicans in the House and the Senate have reintroduced legislation that would block the Securities and Exchange Commission from requiring corporations to disclose the greenhouse gas emissions from agriculture that are in their supply chains. The SEC can claim compliance will fall to the publicly traded corporations the SEC oversees. But the reality is it will be up to America's family farmers and ranchers who will have to keep up with an unprecedented amount of unnecessary paperwork, said Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, the top Republican on the Senate Ag Committee. The bills have little chance of passing the divided Congress, but they could keep the pressure on the SEC to modify the proposed regulations issued last March. SEC Chairman Gary Gensler downplaying the impact that the rule would have on farming. Lawmakers seek to remove taxes on broadband funding. Four lawmakers are hoping to amend the Internal Revenue Code to keep broadband funding in the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act and the American Rescue Plan from being considered taxable income. The bipartisan group of lawmakers, consisting of Representatives Jimmy Panetta of California, Mike Kelly of Pennsylvania, and Senators Mark Warner of Virginia and Jerry Moran of Kansas, reintroduced a bill that would exempt the broadband funding programs from federal taxation. Now take note the bill was also introduced during Congress' previous session with four sponsors from the House and 15 from the Senate. USDA's Outlook Forum to Focus on Farm Workforce. The USDA's annual Ag Outlook Forum is February 23rd and 24th. It'll kick off with a panel of farm workers that includes speakers from the Coalition of Amokali Workers and a tomato company that is a member of the Coalition's Fair Food Program. The coalition has worked for decades to increase wages and improve working conditions for farm workers, starting with tomato pickers in Florida. The Fair Food Program describes itself as a unique partnership among farmers, farm workers and retail food companies that ensures humane wages and working conditions for the people who feed our families. A representative of the Washington Tree Fruit Research Commission and a Michigan State Extension economist who's published widely on farm worker wages will also speak on the opening panel. It's moderated by Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. Other panelists on the first day will examine climate smart commodities and Vilsack's oft-repeated goal of quote, more and better markets. Blueberry farmers look to make an impact on farm bill. North American Blueberry Council has hired a government relations agency to help Congress better understand the needs of its members and other farmers as lawmakers began the process of drafting the next farm bill. NABC President Casey Cronquist on why the group hired the monument advocacy. He said, quote, as we move into 2023, NACB is focused on ramping up our presence in Washington, D.C. to ensure members of Congress understand the scope, scale, and benefits of the highbush blueberry industry. It is vital to our members' views that they're heard during the upcoming Farm Bill negotiation and that legislatures are informed about the needs of the industry as well as the nutritional benefits of blueberries. Expanding USDA procurement of blueberries, crop insurance, promoting research, and supporting specialty crop block grants are just some of NABC's priorities, a Monument official said. Well, here's today's He Said It. It's about the future the research, the National Weather Service, the space program, and moving back to the moon and on to Mars. By the way, we're going to need our farmers on both the moon and Mars eventually. That's the word of Representative Frank Lucas, who chairs the House Committee on Science, Space and Technology, describing his committee's work during the Crop Insurance Industry Annual Convention. Lucas received a waiver to also serve on the House Committee on Agriculture, which he previously chaired. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, February 14th, brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nelly